Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bean Talk on the Tall Grass Podcast. I'm your host, Adam, and I'm very excited to be eating some beans and talking some D&D with my good friend, Kyle. Hello, Kyle. Welcome. Adam, thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. I've been waiting for this, and I'm sure that joke has already been made. (laughs) No, I don't think so. Yes. I think you're the first. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's what's up. Oh, man. Kyle, I'm really excited that you're here with me to eat some beans and talk about... I want to just talk about you and like your history with uh, your awesome podcast, Bombarded. It's I love it. I'm a big fan. Thank um, you. You got an awesome band. You, you're just like out in the community in the role playing uh, TTRPG community, and I want to talk about that. But first, I don't care about any about anything about that until we get into some some bean talk here. Is, uh, is, is it of, the ceremonial kind of, time for the ceremonial cracking? Oh my goodness! Before before you do, please okay. let us all know what kind of beans we're rocking today. Uh, you know, I, I I had to stay close to my roots, and I went with southwestern style pinto beans in a flavorful red chili sauce with mild jalapeno peppers. That is a savory bean for you out there, and of course, if oh, you're looking man. for a sweet bean, that's a jelly bean. Uh, but that's of Bush's <laughs> best since 1908. Bush's best. That's uh, eventually we are gonna get that Bush's sponsorship here on Bean Talk, but uh, I'm hoping. one bean at a time, right? Yeah, All absolutely. Right, uh, you ready to? Should we crack them in these? Things? I'm ready. Oh yeah! Listen to that. Oh man, oh, that's a soupy you can hear one. Hear that? That is oh, a here soupy we go. bean right there. Okay, I'm, I might fresh from the can. Fresh from the can, right? Not yep. heated. The only way to eat beans. Yeah, exactly. Now, you don't have to do this, Kyle. You can mix it up. But for me, the first sip of that bean juice, mm-hmm. mm. that's the best. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> Dang, yo. I just saved myself like a minute and a half microwaving things up when it comes to beans. <laughs> I'm telling you, people think it's gross, but... Cold, cold beans from a can, man. That's where that's where it's at. Especially these. Oh. Mm, I'm digging in on this first bite. Oh yeah, here we go. Let's get it in there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, a good that's bean really right good. there. Mm. Bushes, you, mm. you you kill it every time. They got it down, you know. There's a reason they really why do. they're the best bean around. It's true. Now that's a <clears throat> spicy. I like yeah, it. It's got it a kick. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a wuss when it comes to spice, yeah. so I'll probably be like clearing my nose and stuff. But I'm gonna hold it together. For That's this okay. Because I, I, I believe in you. Thank you. Because I, I want to get into this right away, Kyle. Um, I think the biggest thing uh, that a lot of people know you for is is your band and your podcast. Uh, I think I would love to, just because I, I'm big into D and I'm a musician myself. We have a lot in common. We do. Uh, I was kind of going through like both podcasting both music musical we both do the same job actually yeah. which is i thought was amazing because i didn't know there were any other people like me out there <laughs> um so I'm, I'm really excited to get into that but first bombarded yes man what a what a great show thank I you love man it man what a great it. concept and and everyone on there the the chemistry is amazing uh it comes through and Thanks. your story has been extremely captivating, and I have to say, Ooh. like you have a, a wonderfully calming voice. Like it's just, it's it's lovely to listen to when you're I, going through. Especially the recap is probably my favorite because you have an awesome cadence as you go through what happened previously, and it's. I'm, I'm fangirling a little bit that. here. No, but, no, uh, it's cool. <laughs> I, I I appreciate you saying that. <clears throat> 
um, you know, just to go ahead and rip off this honesty band-aid and whatnot, as it were, uh, I, I, I'm not a fan of my voice, which is, I think, I think a lot of people share that yeah. same thing. So, I, uh, uh, I have a hard time there. actually listening to the podcast myself, uh, so I appreciate that. I'm glad that my voice has some kind of, uh, you know, proper cadence to it for delivering. That was the one thing I was worried about whenever we started was I was like, well, I don't like my voice. So I'm sure there's going to be people who also don't like my voice. So yeah. how's that going to work? But I, I'm with you 100%. I hate my laugh. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just hate it. And when I started uh, the Roaring Trainers, like I was really self-conscious about it because we have well, a lot of laughs on that show. Oh yeah, um, definitely. I love the Roaring Trainers. So yeah, um, this, this fan thing is a back and forth. You understand that, right, Adam? Oh, shucks, you. I'm gonna get beans to that, buddy. Beans to that. Let's let's chomp them down. Mm-hmm. Cheers, mm-hmm. chomper. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's a beans. good bean right there. Mm-hmm. So uh, with bombarded. Uh, I, I, I liked I, all my guests. I want to want to know this is how it got started, and then branching from that, if you feel like it, how did you get started in D and D in general? Well, um, I mean, bombarded started off as like most good things. I think a joke. Uh, we were playing. I, <laughs> I had introduced the band to D and D and played with them. We actually started with three point five, which is the bulk of my experience in D and D. Well. No, I don't think I've surpassed my my playtime. Well, I don't know, doing the podcast, and I mean, I do, wow. I play on okay, Thursdays too every time, week. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I probably I'm gonna say it's a fifty fifty. I got fifty fifty on three point five and 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 five e. So, but oh. I introduced them to three point five because that's what I knew, and I was like, I'm gonna run this. And honestly, I'd been out of the out of the D and D realm for like ten years. It just kind of dropped off after you know friends in high school went their separate ways and everything. But, um, <clears throat> squeaky chair, what's going on? Uh, but no, I mean, we were, we were playing around the table at my house and Spurrier was playing as a bard. He, his, the name of his bard, I think I actually like made characters for them and kind of divvied them out, especially for 3.5 since it's so numbers driven in the skills area. I don't know if yeah. you, how familiar you are. It's been a long time, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a bit crunchy at times. Yeah, it's definitely crunchy, but uh, but so I made all their characters and I handed them out. And Spurrier, you know, being the free spirit that he is, bless that gentleman, uh, he's like, okay, well, I go by Quaffer the Bard, so like that's my name, but I'm Quaffer the Bard, and it's like, oh, okay, cool, all right, that's totally fine. And he played a thumb piano, and as we went through that, we, you know, we were listening to like uh, the Adventure Zone, and I'd been watching a little bit of Harmon Quest, and of course, I. I knew about Critical Role. I've, I've listened to a few, you know, a handful of episodes, but never been like, you know, a deep dive. Appreciate what they yeah. do, of course. But uh, but we That's had been talking to about get it. To, yeah, it is there, a commitment. But... It really is. Uh, so you know, hats off to the people who are diehard and on top of it. Um, but we were just kind of joking about it. We were like, ah, oh, you know, they're doing a podcast, and you know, it, it'd be pretty fun to try out. Not to mention, as a band, you know, Goodrich majored in audio engineering at UTA, so he oh. had like acquired uh, a bunch of gear, and we had been recording ourselves as Lindby for years. So it was like, well, I mean, we have everything we need to do. It all we have to do is just start, kind of. Um, and then once Spurrier had gotten like the uh, the the chord dice that we use in the in the show that was when everything's kind of started turning we're like oh well what if we did our all bards and if you remember 3.5 i remember back in my day people hated bards and so i thought to myself well this is going to be fantastic 
<laughs> this is absolutely going to be 100% positive and everyone's going to love it, knowing right. what I know about Bard and Bard love. But, um... <clears throat> well, hey, you were right. Uh, you know, I, I uh, much to much to my surprise, it, it turned out very well. People were really digging on the idea, especially once we had woodshedded kind of the overall concept. Like uh, the spell songs that we do every episode, they originally I was thinking like I was like, okay, well, what if like we just take songs? Like I had thought about uh, Elastic Firecracker by Tripping Daisy. And thought, oh, that'd be a really cool song to visualize like an actual elastic firecracker. And it's like an AOE around a certain amount. And everyone in that ring gets sucked into the middle. And then it explodes, causing like, you know, force damage. Um, so that's what I had originally thought of as far as like doing songs. It's like, okay, how can we change a known song or a song that I know? Because I don't know how many people actually know Tripping Daisy that much these days. Uh taking like legitimate songs that you know that are out there and spinning them into spells and then we got on on the key of like you know wanting to actually write songs and it kind of kind of snowballed from there and it was very much a passing around of ideas before it solidified and it's it's been a while now that i i can't because we spent i i feel like i'm definitely rambling which i guess that's what i'm here to do right yeah okay cool 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 ramble just away making, <laughs> just making sure uh and if I need to if I need to slow down, let me know because uh, that's go one ahead, thing. Slow down and taste those beans real quick. That's what you <clears> good call. Go. That's a that's mm -hmm. a that's a good check right there. A bean check. Bean check. <laughs> Rolling for beans. Now you had said that uh, it was almost uh, it was really easy to do because you had already all this recording equipment set up and you're um, ready to go. And I have to mm -hmm. say that I appreciated that. Um, because the sound quality was fantastic right off the bat. And I know a lot of shows out there struggle with that. Yeah. Um, it, rightfully so. It, it costs a lot of money to really get a good sound right away. So I think I I appreciated that. Uh, I was lucky enough to... I had a bunch of recording equipment for uh, Roaring Trainers, so I was yeah. blessed with that. But not everyone does, and I think that's... No, but that shouldn't stop them. You know, go for it. You, you're making content. People are probably going to glom onto it, and... You know, you start by, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. How do you eat a can of beans? One bite at a time. One bite at a time. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Speaking of beans here, yeah. what do you think about uh, looking at this taste testing for my sent you? Yeah, I got it. How do you feel about the presentation? So the first three kind of go together because okay. normally people don't eat be beans from a can cold. Right. So I want to know... According to this tasting chart, how do you feel about the presentation? How do you feel about the cold bean from a can and that taste and balance? Personally, I like a little bit of that, like the can flavor sort of lingers a little bit in the bean when you eat it from the can. I kind of like that. Yeah. Makes yeah, it doesn't, like get, it doesn't get cooked out when it's cold. Yeah. So I, let me know, uh, first three on this tasting form. Go ahead and <laughs> let me know about that bean. What do you think? So and I'll just go ahead and... Uh, um, <laughs> So presentation that I imagine that's just like you know how it looks and appears. Uh, this is this you know this bush's bean is very solid. I would probably give it a, a, a four above above average. Okay. Yeah. Um, just because I can see the spices in the soup, in the soupy oh, yeah. part of the bean, mm -hmm. and uh, you know it's got nice good chunks of jalapeno in there. So and, and the temperature like a, a cold jalapeno does really well 
You know, it, I don't know. Yeah. For some reason, it kind of almost gives off a little bit more spice. I don't know if it's because the, the the oils or something in it are more condensed than when it's cooked. I'm not sure. Um, that but sounds like bean science to me. I think so. You know, <laughs> we definitely need to get to the bottom of this, and we need the MacArthur Grant to figure it out. <laughs> because these beans are genius. These are some genius beans. Some genius beans, and so I'm I'm all on board for the cold cold bean on on especially these, uh, and the taste. Now I will say, uh, you know, since they're not cooked, the beans still have a little bit of that grittiness. Just yeah. you know, yeah. but that's that's the only downside. So um, I guess on presentation of four temperature, I'm gonna give it a five. That's off the chain. Yeah. I'm really surprised. Uh, I love it. It really caught me off guard. So I'll, I'll give it a five on taste and balance. Um, I, I'd say it's. I'm not gonna. It's not unfavorable. It's definitely not unfavorable. Okay. So we'll go with a three. A three. Okay. Middle yeah. road. I like it. That's a good style. And I think taste and balance can be a little subjective, and it depends on the the flavor too. Like this is a very specific flavor that they're going for. Oh so. yeah. Oh, there's one more. Uh, mm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'm just now reading this. It does say on here, heat and eat. And it's like, hey, Bushes, you got it wrong. Nah, Bush. Nah, 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 nah. Mm-mm. You got to heat that. That's not how we do. It's more like open and eat, right? Yeah. Just, I mean, they. you don't even need a can opener. That's one thing I do like about, you know. This peel can. top. Yeah, yeah, just peel it right off. It's meant to be eaten on the go. It's, it's, I was just going to say, if they would just add a spoon with it, you'd be ready to go. A meal in a oh, can. Yeah. What more do you need? Nothing. So um, Bombarded, uh, you sort of touched on it, but for people that don't know, it's it's you and your band, Linby, are playing D&D together, and you guys mm-hmm. are writing songs and doing all this. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about Linby? I don't know so much about about your band. I've listened to to the tunes that are out there. Yeah. Love it. Uh, I I want to come play with you guys. <laughs> I'm a well, drummer and I would love to come play, but uh, hey, that's that's the thing away, that we've but. always had. I mean, like we've always made the joke that uh, the drummer in our band is like the defense against the dark arts teacher at Hogwarts. You know, it's oh, just no. always revolving. <laughs> so um, I think since I've been with the band in 2009, we met in Arlington, Texas, at the University of Texas at Arlington, <laughs> uh, while we were all studying music. Um, and since I joined up with them, then. We had one, two, three, four, five drummers. Wow. Yeah. All fantastic people. That's a rotation. A lot, of, a lot of fun to hang out with. Uh, always could, you know, keep a good beat and just jammed with us. It was it was a great time with uh, with all of them. And now that was the only thing that was kind of a kind of tricksy starting the podcast. Because you're like, well, it's it's always kind of just been the the core four is mm-hmm. what I'm making and calling it right now. Core four. Yeah, the core four. Um, so, but, you know, we you know, we spent a lot of time around Fort Worth, like, playing shows here and there, you know, dive bars, some better bars, some nicer places. We did play uh, the... At the oh, man, I'm blanking on my spots. Fort Worth's going to call me out. Uh, it's the Ridgely Theater um, down in Fort Worth, like, south side of Fort Worth, and uh, that was really cool. We actually... Um, and there's a picture of that floating around somewhere, and we're all like really young looking. So it's weird to think <laughs> those that are the best. The old the old band photos. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, so 
I'm but remembering no, some of mine. That's great. Playing with them is uh, has been really rewarding. Uh, it has kept me wanting to progress as a musician. Um, I, I I don't know where I would be as a musician if I was not playing with uh, with Allie and the Knicks. It's uh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you guys have little uh, little music lessons within the podcast for those oh, that don't know. I'm sure everyone listening here knows Bombarda. They love you. You're awesome. I, I hope so. But and if you don't, you know, go check it out. Bombardacast.com. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic podcast. Thank Fantastic you. people. Love you all. Well, we try. Um, but I, I really like those the little lessons you put in because you, a really cool thing that I love that you did was your bards progress musically. Uh, the players know these things, yes, uh, the changes in music and whatnot, but your bards don't. And I love how you added those in throughout the story. I thought that was extremely creative, and kudos to you for that. And yeah. uh, the little music lessons that get put in are awesome. Um, refresher to me. To do. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I've been so far out of music, unfortunately, that I've it's... Uh, it's nice to hear that back and be like, oh, yeah, that's how that works. Um, but oh, I'm yeah. just a drummer, so. <laughs> nah, you know. nah, you, you get it. That rhythm, rhythm's important, man. Um, what, was your, what was your first band? Yeah, uh, my first band, uh, I... I guess outside of, like, school bands. I'm assuming you've been in school bands. I wasn't in band. I was, really? in, I was a choir kid. Okay, I did, okay. I did choir nice. through middle school and high school. And uh, that was because I mean I've 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 been doing doing music. I've I've been involved in musical things since like I was a kid because my mom always took me to church and she ran the, the children's choir or had me involved in oh, it. Cool. I did like handbells at church. That was a lot yeah. of fun. Yep. Uh um so you know, that's kinda I picked up piano a little bit when I was, I think, you know, early teens, and I, I don't know, I didn't really, I didn't really pick it up that much. I mean, like, I got good enough to play like for Elise and whatnot, but I, I never really glommed onto it. And uh, after a while, uh, you know, I tried guitar, but I don't know, I my hands were stupid at that point and just couldn't figure it out, and I didn't <laughs> think to take advantage of the fact that my mom knew how to play guitar and could at least show me a little bit. Uh, I, young Kyle was very, very stupid sometimes, oh, but that's okay. You learn, <laughs> you live us, and right? learn. Um, but, uh, but no, and then, then, you know, after, after I had kind of dipped out of piano, I went over to a friend's house where they were having a birthday party and there was a bass there and it had three strings on it and a Spider-Man sticker. I remember that specifically. I was like, that's really cool. And also this instrument only has four strings. I think I can handle that. That seems like the right amount. And so I asked my mom, and I was like, Mom, I want a bass guitar. She took me up to Mr. E's, which is uh, was a local chain uh, near in Fort Worth. And that's where I got like my first uh, Ibanez starter kit with like the amplifier, you know, the bass, the bag. I still have the amplifier. I'd have the bass if I didn't think I could have made it a fretless and completely destroy it in the process. But... Um, <laughs> But yeah, so my mom said, that's going to be the last instrument I buy for you. So you either learn this or that's it. You're going to have to get something else on your own. And luckily, I'm still playing bass almost 20 years later at this point. So uh, my first band, because awesome. then sorry, that was the lead up to the question you asked, is my first band I met through a friend of mine that lived down the road. Uh, he took me over to another kid I knew. His name his name was Kyle. Actually, no, his name wasn't Kyle. His first name was Jesse. But he went by Kyle, which was his middle name. So oh, okay. <laughs> I came over and we hung out. It was like one of the first times I got inebriated as a minor. 
So uh, it was one of those moments, you know, meeting new people and drinking 151. Somebody caught their face on fire at some point. It was wild. Wow. But uh, that was my first band. Uh, I joined up by jamming with them that night. And then the guitarist, uh, one of my oldest friends, Michael, he said, listen, if you can learn this Rage Against the Machine bass line, uh, you're in. And I think it was like that. I can't remember the name of it right now, but uh, but I went and learned it over the weekend. And next time I saw him, I was like, "Hey, I I have that ready." And he was like, "No," and I was like, "Yeah, I do. Check it out." And I played it, and he was like, "Well, all right. Yeah, I, I guess that. <laughs> I guess you're in. I guess you're in." And uh, and so that's when. I got in the band, and uh, it was the name of the band originally was Small Town Drama, and because okay. we it was emo, that's it was oh, emo yes. screamo music. Uh, you know, that's I was listening awesome. to like The Used and Thrice yes. and uh, My Chemical Romance and everything like that. So that was that era of my life, um, yep. and of course I have a I had a nice thick curly head of hair as a child, and that was not doable in the whole emo scene. I couldn't do the hair thing, so I stood out like a sore thumb. (laughs) You know, I wish I stood out like a Thor thumb, like I was about to say, because that'd be like strong, beefy man. Uh, (laughs) um, But no, I mean, you know, and we, I played with them, it was, I must have joined up when I was 17. And because it was after a year of having the bass and when my first year of playing bass, I sat in my room by myself, played tabs along with songs that I liked. And that's how I picked up anything. Um, Yeah. And uh, how that how that's how that works. Sometimes people that. Yeah. No. And I mean, bedroom practice along with tabs. Play yeah. along a Blink 182. I still I did it I did it uh, a couple of years ago when we did a uh, we did a full set cover of David Bowie, and we covered Space Oddity and that baseline in that song is so dang good but so dang hard. Uh, I had to look up a YouTube video and a bass tab and I practiced oh, wow. that sucker for a long time. So you know you, you know, ain't too proud. So <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, you're, you're mentioning tabs and I'm remembering. Uh, drum tabs. Oh yeah, and I, I've seen some of those, but it's it's been a minute. Yeah, I'm just thinking. I'm trying to think. Where were they actually easier to read than this music? It was just basically it was just music turned on its side. Yeah, because like, everything had a line, and that's uh, for drum music. As you know, the listeners might not know. Like, it's just like bass drums on the E line. You know, like it's yep. just which is what tabs were minus the lines. I don't know. Anyways, tangent. No, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, it's it, 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 it's valid. I mean, they're perfect ways. I mean, music publishers include, ta- include tablatures in some of their songbooks, so it's it's valid. Yeah. Like, no, absolutely. It. I think guitars and stuff, That absolutely. I'm just wondering. I'm just thinking now, is it worth it for drums? I, I'll probably get some slack for that from some <laughs> reading drummers out there. Um, yeah, so uh, that's that's awesome to hear. Yeah, your, so your relationship to music's been there from the beginning, thanks to your mom and, and oh, your yeah. family and your upbringing. But uh, I guess that brings me to my next question: uh, What's your uh, relationships to uh, these beans? To these beans, I have to say, mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, I think I'm in love with these beans. Like, I, seriously, I'm. I'm gonna buy more of these beans as soon as I can. Like, I'm, <laughs> really I'm gonna be, good beans. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm cooking fajitas tonight, and I have refried beans for that. But. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I, I you look at those refried beans and go, mm, sorry, not the same. No, not the same. I, I would, I would be interested to try these beans warm. Like you know, maybe set aside like half a can, heat it up, and do a, a, a comparison. But um, yeah, 
but yeah, have no, a taste uh, testing party for beans. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd I be mean, fun. That'd be a good stream. Stream that. Stream that bean. That would bean be party. a good stream. A bean party. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. Mm. Um, what is uh, what's your favorite word? Dichotomy. <laughs> I love that word. You caught me mid spoonful of beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was quick too. Holy cow. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a, a fantastic word. Just, you know, basically just, you know, summing up like, oh, yeah, these two things next to each other and how they relate and how they, you know, just the difference between them. I I love dichotomy. There's something about saying it. It's, you know, got some softness, got some harshness, some starkness to it. Uh, yeah. Dang, that's a fantastic answer. Thanks. Palindrome's fun, too. Palindrome, yeah, just palindromes in general are fun. Yep, it's true. Um, you know, it's fun are these beans, man. I'm telling you. Dang, man, I, I, mm. I, don't, I don't know about you, but I'm having a dang good time. Yeah. Well, what do you think about um, getting back to these beans? Mm-hmm. The most important thing of this whole show. Yeah. Let's not get off off target. Yeah. Let's um, get back to this tasting form. The sauce of these beans. Off the chain. I think the sauce. I don't sauce even have to texture. think about that. No, don't even have to look. Okay, sauce is good. No. What about the texture? I always feel like Bush's beans really get the texture right. Yeah, yeah, they do. D- despite my earlier comments about you know how it, you know, it's still just a little, a little bit of uh, gritness to it, it's still like yeah. once when you can smooth that out with your tongue. I mean, that tongue's the strongest <laughs> muscle in the body. Put it to work, y'all. Uh, sorry if that sounded real dirty, but <laughs> <laughs> but on these beans, on <laughs> these beans. Oh, that's great. So yeah, good good texture. Man, that sauce is mm. so good and spicy. It's just mm-hmm. just sitting in the back of my throat. Mm. Yeah. So another um, cool thing that we have in common that I just I'll just like randomly message you about this just because I think it's very cool that I know someone else that does what I do for a living and also mm-hmm. does D and D and also plays music. Like that's just we we share a lot of Venn diagrams, sir. Yeah. So we both are instrument repair technicians uh, yes. for band instruments, woodwinds, and uh, trumpet, brass, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, how, how did you get into that? Because it's not, um, I felt like growing up, uh, going through college even, I didn't even find, really know about it. Um, now, I'm a percussionist, and my instructor really pushed uh, us fixing our things. Yeah. We take care of the instrument, and that was really pushed upon us. So... I, I never went to an instrument repair tech to fix, you know, my marimba or anything like that. Um, right. So it never really occurred to me that that was a profession until actually it was, I think it was my senior year in college uh, going for music. I think it was going for music education at the time. Mm-hmm. And then someone uh, brought it up to cool. me because I was, some weird stuff happened in Wisconsin and like education was, was kind of on the fence and I decided not to do that. And then I found uh, repair, repair tech, uh, instrument repair and i went to one of the schools western iowa tech in sioux city iowa okay for two years and got my certification in that but you went a little bit different route correct yes uh i i tell me about that kind of stumbled across it um i was working retail for a uh for a music company um which i'm, I'm gonna opt to not name at this point uh, uh so i i was working retail and i had the opportunity to 
somebody asked me if I was interested in an administration position at the repair shop, and I told him, yeah, that sounds good. I am not a fan of retail. I'm good at it. I, you know, I'm good at retail, but uh, I had kind of gotten to a very unhealthy mental point with <clears throat> with the reactions I had to have with customers. Of course, I never like lost it, but you know, coming home and just being angry about things all the time and letting things frustrate me. I, I worked 10 food, 10 foods. I worked 10 foods a year for 10 years. Uh, no, I worked in the food industry and retail industry for a total yeah. of 10 years. And uh, that wears on you. Holy it, cow. it does any, everything from waiting tables. Like I started off bussing tables at like a family owned restaurant in my hometown and worked my way up. I was like a bar manager by the by the time I quit the place, and uh, then you know like went on to like working for Domino's and a couple other places, Black Eyed Pea at one point. But uh, but yeah, just a lot of a lot of time in that, and just frustration from the way people treat retail and uh, you know the service yes. industry. So yeah. I was like, yes, please. I would love to leave that because I knew they didn't have, we don't have customers come in or anything like that. We get, we get our, the instruments are dropped off at the retail locations. Then they are trucked over to us. So oh, I, okay. nice. we, we rarely see customers. We mostly see band directors from the area that drop, that drop by, or, uh, you know, if we go out to, we do have to go out to competitions like marching competitions and solo and ensemble. But, uh, but no, I got asked to but come over. But that's kind there. of a nice perk, right? Cause uh, I yeah. I've only been able. I do the solo ensemble locally, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun because I'll get to break away. Uh, sometimes uh, I don't have any private students now, but when I did, I was able to break away and go see them perform and that's get cool. To, like rub elbows with some of the band directors, sort of like you said, which is nice to nice to do as a repair technician. Oh yeah, so absolutely. For, for us, it's schools are the one of our bigger uh, it's bread clients. and butter. Um, bread and yeah, butter, man. Absolutely, that and rentals or you know? beans and beans. Beans? Oh, oh yeah, these beans. Before we continue, bean check real quick. Yeah. You know. Bean check. Natural mm. 20. Mm. <laughs> <coughs> there are some baked bean dice out there. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I swear to God, if I don't get a set of those before I die, I will have <laughs> lived a worthless life. That is nah, a bold statement. You'll get them. But these are some bold beans. Bold bean dice. Yeah. But yeah, so, no, so you got into this administration section of the repair, uh -huh. and then what happened? That what was the transition from that into actually repairing? Uh, well, uh, when I was in the administration, when I just moved over there, like I had finished my master's degree like the year before, and I was still in the mindset of, oh well, I'm gonna I'm looking for you know places to go and get my doctorate in theory or musicology. So I was looking at like Chicago and New York and uh, and Washington State. So there are a couple places I was looking. At. I was like, well, in the meantime, I can do this. Yeah, I'll be losing out on making commission, but I, you know, I I think the mental health is more important at this point. Yeah. Um. So I was doing. I did it for like a couple years, and then the uh, the text that work there. The when I started, it was a a dad who had been trained by his brother and I mean he was born in I think he was born in like 1939 or 34 he, he, he he's you know he's a he's a good old man but um but his, his sons worked with him 
Like they started working, I think about like 12 or 13 years ago at this point. And of course they grew up as, you know, he was a repair tech when they were growing up. So he brought him in on the summers and they were flushing horns and scrubbing yeah. them out and doing all the, you know, the more gritty work that's involved. Uh, so, you know, when I came in, it was those three. And then there was a, there was a fourth technician who is currently being trained, uh, named Anthony. So it's Bob was the father, Dane and Chris are the, uh, are the brothers. And then Anthony is the, is the, the fourth tech. And he actually used to work the summer temporary positions until Bob thought, you know, Hey, he's really picking this up. Cause he started getting pulled out of the back to actually do, you know, finishing touches on brass. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he got asked out and they were, you know, they were interested in training him and it just so happened he got moved into his, into his repair technician spot officially. And it wasn't shortly after that Bob was considering retiring. So with Bob retiring, I, you know, apparently Bob thought I'd be good for the position as well to be a trainee and work my way up into being a tech. So they extended the offer to me. And of course I was, it was, it was a very big fork in the road for me. And honestly, uh, it's probably the opportunity that allowed Bombarded to actually happen for me because otherwise I would have, I would have moved away and, you know, as good of friends we are, we would have kept in touch, but I don't know if we would have been able to do what we're doing, uh, with the, with the distance between us like that. So, cause it would have been both Allie and I leaving. We would have been moving in right, state. Right, half the team gone. Yeah. And while it's completely doable to remote record, so many people do it. But there's something oh, yeah, about absolutely. the chemistry of being in a room. And ex- I think especially with, with y'all, like, because y'all make the songs in an episode, mm-hmm. I can't imagine doing that remotely. I think that would be really tough to for each each episode. I mean, yeah. It would be a very, a, very taxing. It would be more taxing than it already is. Um, but... But yeah, so, you know, and I, I had, I told him, I was like, Hey, I appreciate this offer. Like, you know, this means a lot that you have like the confidence in me like that. Uh, I need, I need some time to talk to my family, uh, just because that's again, fork in the road for life. So, and of course, like, like, like I would expect my family and my friends were all very supportive and encouraged me to, you know, follow what I thought would be best. And this is kind of all wraps in and ties into the fact that when I was a teenager playing Dungeons and Dragons, there was always the thought in my back, the back of my head. I was like, oh, man, it would really be cool to be like an apprentice for a, a blacksmith or a glassblower or, you know, some kind of trade. <laughs> and for some reason, again, like I said, younger Kyle was fairly stupid. I just never thought about seeking that stuff out because why would I? Who's out there being a blacksmith still? I don't know. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, so and I I told myself I was like, you know, this is this is the thing that you said when you were when you were like 17, 18 is that you would do this job or a job like it if it came your way. And this is not only a trade working with your hands and fixing things and you were learning so many other uh, ways to, you know, so many other beneficial um tricks. I don't know. I'm, I'm losing my words a little bit, but uh, skill sets. <clears throat> yeah, skill sets. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I mean, it's absolutely problem solving and thinking outside the box and yeah. a lot of that stuff. Because uh, as you know as well as I do, and every band director out there knows, kids break their instruments in such Unique unbelievable ways. ways. <laughs> yes. Unique is a much nicer way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Of saying it. Oh man, uh, it's. Oh, I made that. Did I show you that video side tech? That video I made for my store. 
Did I share that with yeah. you a while ago? Yeah, I think okay. yes, I did. Yeah, and I showed I showed that to uh, to my buddy Anthony at the shop, and he thought it was really funny. <laughs> so I still need to send uh, you a video of the shop. I th- that was one of the first things that you, that you did was give me a tour of your shop, and I'm such a, a, a bee hole that I have not sent you a video back. I'm sorry, Adam. That's, no, that's fine. That's fine. You're you're a busy guy. You you are just so busy. You've got so much going on. Um, you've got the band, you've got the podcast, you've got this awesome line of work that I think is pretty cool. How do you like it, by the way? Um, you said you were thinking about mast- uh, going out to get your doctorate. Is that still on the table? Do you think repairs nah. for you? Yeah, repairs for me. I, I you know, yeah. again, doing the masters, I spent a lot of time writing papers and doing that whole thing. And I can do it, yeah, but enjoy it. Nee, maybe not so much. I mean, it's it's one of those things like, you know, to... Because I really just wanted to be a theory teacher at a university, which, I mean, I could yeah. go to a community college at this point and do that if I really wanted to. So that's that was the end goal. And since I can just do it at a community, the, or a community uh, college if I really wanted to, I'm not going to... I mean, maybe someday. I don't know. Things change. But for now, my, right. my, my long plan is definitely repairing instruments. I am... I, I, I love it. I enjoy doing it. And um, Anthony, who is training me on woodwinds currently, is a very, very good teacher. He is perfect in the aspects of being able to lead you to the answer without giving it to you. Uh, nice. So it is it is a very phenomenal way to learn. And I am I, I, I'm just impressed with the abilities that I'm able to retain because of the way he explains it. So it's it's definitely something I don't I don't see myself doing changing paths anytime soon. Uh, I don't even know if I don't even know if I would drop it if like something got like super awesome with bombarded. I mean, not saying I wouldn't do that, but I I would try to just do both. Yeah, I, I don't know how it is for your shop, but I think that's one of the benefits of, of this job is especially if it sounds like you're sort of a remote location, so you don't really deal with customers. Yeah. Um, you can kind of make your own schedule sometimes. Like, if you need to leave early, you can come back, and it's all about fixing the horns and getting them done. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's how it is for you, but uh, sort of generally across the industry, it's not yeah. uh, too terrible of a thing to just sort of adjust the schedule as needed, which is very nice for yeah. if you're going to cons or doing live shows or anything like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. And they're, they're totally understanding. I, I let them know. As long as I give them notice, they say, hey, I'm just not going to be here. The only the only structure is usually during the summertime when we have all the uh, oh, yeah. all the summer repair coming in. That's that's a little bit more of a, of a touchy time to try to, to try to piece out. But at the same time, I've done some things uh, here and there. So it's they're definitely cool about it. And as long as we all communicate and we're on the same page, no big deal. And yeah, sometimes I, you know, I, my schedule says I'm supposed to be there from 8.30 to 5. I, you know, I'll show up at 9 and, you know, leave at 4.45 <laughs> or something. But th- you're right. It's all about getting the horns done because, you know, as long as things are turning out, that's what's important. And it and turning out well, too. You can't just go in right, there and, right. you know, cut a corner here and there. Absolutely. So, Kyle, you've got, again, you've got awesome podcast, awesome band, awesome job. Is there anything that you're not good at? Because I can't really think of anything. Because uh, well, you're eating these d- beans real for, well too. For so. right now, uh, I don't consider. Well, I don't consider myself good at painting my miniatures. I'm working on that though. Oh yeah. I'm having a really you, yeah. hard time with paints. Like, is this thin enough? Is this too thick? Did I thin it too much? So I mean, it's it's one of those things that like, I I have a hard time. 
because I, I, I look at things for reference and that's, you know, it's much like I do with writing Bombarded is I watch things and read things for reference. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, I started painting the uh, the the green dragon. I think it's Nauser. Uh, green dragon miniature Something, last night yeah. and I was looking at uh, I, I did the base and I painted it like brown and whatnot and tried to make it look like dirt with grass on top and then I look up a picture and somebody's gone in and they've done like it's like they went to Michael's or Hobby Lobby and they got like you know the little grass spray and there's like some fake oh. water that's coming off there I'm like man I don't even want to do this anymore <laughs> I know I, that's one th- I I got into miniature painting a little bit my brother-in-law uh so I've got I've got a lot of the podcast groups I'm in, but then I do have a home game as well with my brother-in-law mm-hmm. and uh, Aaron from Roaring Trainers and my friend Matt, who I played music with. Heck yeah! Um, and uh, my brother-in-law and I started painting miniatures at the same time, and and, and then I just, I got into it and I'm like I, I'm okay, like it got okay, and I just tapered off. I I did the same thing. I started looking up techniques and stuff, and I just went I don't I don't. How did you do that? Like, I yeah. see you do it, but I still don't understand how you did it. And I got really discouraged. But fortunately, my brother-in-law stuck with it, and he's just, he's killing it. He's doing awesome, yeah. awesome painting. Well, then you can just say, hey, but yeah. paint these. You paint these. Yeah, yeah. now he's, I think he's fine with it, because I'll buy the miniatures, and I'll buy the paint, and just say, hey, could you do this? You know, That's awesome. And, and it just, he does it. It's great. Now, I gave my stuff to Aaron, and he's he's trying it now. So, Heck yeah. I don't know, yeah. Um, yeah, man, miniature painting. What a... What a great hobby that's so frustrating sometimes. But it's 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 what I, I did it. all night last night while watching The Bachelor season premiere. Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Is that something you're really into? Those kind of shows? It's a or just that one in particular. Because I'll be honest, it's got a reputation of being sort of like trashy TV. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and sometimes I'm a trash person, so. Uh, <laughs> now, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna have some more beans cold from a can. Yeah, let's uh, mm. let's do that right. <laughs> I'm not a trash person at all. No, no, no. Mm. Mm. Damn. What is your um? What is your guilty pleasure? Is it The Bachelor? Yeah, I definitely say it's Bachelor is one of them for sure. Um, I have a it's it's a love hate thing. I just I don't know. I don't even want to. I don't even know how to how to summarize <laughs> why I watch. I, I know why I watch it. It's Griffin McElroy's fault. It's his fault oh, because of his gosh. Rose Buddies show. So we listened to that. Allie and I got into it, and we started watching Bachelor, and yeah, things just snowballed from there. And now I'm stuck mm-hmm. in this infinite loop every year, <clears throat> where I do and I don't. So yeah, especially because McElroy's. I tell you, they're 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 to blame for a lot of stuff. They really are. They're influ- influential AF. Yeah. As now, am I mistaken? Are, um, so I actually found out about Bombarded through the ad from Adventure Zone. Yeah. It right? was during, I think it was the second episode of Dust. Yeah. And um, that was like one of the last ads out, right? Because shortly after they stopped, am I mistaken? No, you are um, correct. Yeah. Wow. Um, was that like a, was that pretty big for Bombarded? I mean, it, it must have been right. That 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 cracked the lid on the can of beans for us. <laughs> I'll just say that. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, the response to that advertisement was phenomenal. Uh, we were we were looking at our phones like all day, just texting each other, like, "Oh my god, are you seeing this? Oh, like, what the heck's going on?" Like, 
and it was uh, we were just like, oh crap, Goodrich was like, I need to go back into the first couple episodes and and re-listen to things and make sure that they're good. Do, do I need to do that? And I'm like, if you think so, dude, go for it. Yeah, like whatever, whatever <laughs> you think like you need to do. I don't know what to say. Freaking out in an excited way, kind of thing, you know? <clears throat> oh yeah, absolutely. I mean. Just listening to the ad, it was, uh, and you know, one of the things that we've, we've all, of course, we've talked about it, but his, uh, Griffin's enthusiasm just came off very right. genuine. Um, right. Not to say he's never not been genuine, but there was just something, uh, you, you could like hear the smile in his voice. And, yeah, because uh, like halfway, if I remember it, it's been a long time, but I, I remember yeah. it. Um, and it was like halfway through, he was just kind of like, what? Are you kidding me? I'm going to totally listen to this kind of a thing, right? Yeah. That's, no, and that's... I mean, that's, that, go ahead, better sorry. reaction than that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was... Uh, it, it definitely... It's definitely what uh, boosted us up there, for sure. Um, that's awesome. So and it, it was... I mean, I'm, I'm super happy it happened because y'all deserve it. Y'all amazing show. Thank you. Amazing people. Um, man... I'm so happy that you guys are doing so well, and Kyle, I'm glad that you came on to eat some beans with me, but um, I got two other questions here for you. Yeah. And these are the toughest ones, because mm-hmm. we're looking at what you think about the recipe menu accuracy and the overall, the last one's the overall bean experience. Now, it's tough because Bush's, if you know, closely guarded family secret. Right. So it's hard to tell how accurate the the recipe is. Oh yeah, but that's true. But I think as a description, as a label description, what do you think of of the accuracy? And then overall, your whole cold bean in a can experience. I want to know how that is. Well, um, <clears throat> I'd say the recipe and accuracy is, you know, is definitely above average desirable. Uh, you know, the, like I, like I've been saying, the mild jalapeno peppers really, really stands out. Um, the red chili, uh, I mean, let's see what, what, let's see what I can taste back here. Um, yeah, yeah, hold on, definitely, let's get more, uh... yeah, yeah, let's get back into it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, really, it's almost, it's almost better if you just hold it in your mouth for a little bit, those cold beans. It's like a fine scotch. <laughs> He said with a mouthful of beans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, can I get can I get three fingers of beans neat? <laughs> you sure you don't want that on the rocks, sir? Do I look like a man who takes his beans on the rocks? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Oh. I'll not sully my beans. Oh, oh man. God. That's good. <laughs> Hey, no added sugar. That's nice. Wow. That was good. That's good. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I'm going to say this is definitely above average desirable on the recipe recipe and menu accuracy. Um, they are right on with saying it's a savory bean. That's correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, overall, overall, I, you know, I'm, I'm, Adam, dang it, sir, you're making me want to swear because these, this cold bean secret that you, uh, that you have. It's warmed my heart. Oh, the cold beans have warmed your heart. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Kyle, to that, I get a spoonful of beans, and I cheers you through the microphone. I cheer you as well, sir. That's really good. Oh, man. So, Kyle. Yes, sir. Thanks so much for coming to Bean Talk. This has been a fantastic time. Um, 
I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks I, for having I'm, me on. I appreciate you just like being really open to to me as just a listener and fan of Bombarded. Like, I, well, I think I think it was once I found out you were a repair tech. I like messaged you about it, and I'm like, "Here's my shop," you know. And you're just like, "Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome." Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, I mean, we're, when it, when it, yeah, at the end of the day, like that's kind of how I you know I, I think of it. It's like, yeah, I'm a I'm a repair tech and a dude who plays bass, and I do it this podcast. And so you know, hit me up. Let's chat. Let's have a good time. Right. There's so many people in the world that like are super cool, and if you you don't take those opportunities, you don't get to meet them. Like, dang, Adam. Like, I, I, like I said, this is a two way fan street, man. Um, I, I appreciate the doting that you've done upon me, but the Roaring Trainers and uh, you know Abby and friends and everything that you're doing is so fun, and I just I, I loved you know. I, I, I really I really hope Roaring Trainers can come back at some point and if if you need me to leave that alone I can but I I would push for it so hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with that, so that's cool man. You know, y'all yeah. do your thing. That's what it's all about. That's why uh that's that's the way to keep it. You know, you do yeah. your thing and if you know something happens, something happens. You gotta you gotta take care of yourself first. And that is definitely most important and something that we at Bombarded prescribe to. Um, nope, not prescribed to, subscribe to. That is a different subscribe. word, Kyle. Like on iTunes, where you can find Bombarded, the yeah. podcast. You can subscribe, subscribe to us. Uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast, you can find us there. Google Play, yeah. You can also hear, like, if you just want to, if you say you don't want to listen to a podcast and you just want music, we have all of our, you know, OST volumes streaming on uh, Spotify and uh, Google Play and Apple Music, and we have all of the songs that we've written for the podcast streaming as well. So that's just on there. Or if you want to download it, you can go to bandcamp.com. Or, sorry, it's bombardedcast.bandcamp.com, and it's it's pay what you want. You can just download it for free. Take it. It's it's music. Music's meant to be shared, and we want to share it with people. That's why we're Heck doing it. Heck yes, and it's beautiful music to boot. So, Kyle, again, thank you so much for being talk. Uh, yep, for being yeah, talk. Man. Thank you. I thank you <laughs> for, for being, being talk. On it. That's yeah, what it comes uh, to. Thank you for being talk. Because without being talk, where would we be? Not eating we'd be, these uh, beans. Not eating these beans, and uh, I may have never found these beans for, uh, because of you. That's true. A lot of people are experimenting with new beans because of bean talk. Bushes? Bushes baked beans. Get at us. Come on. Yeah, You're for real, Bushes. Uptick. You are missing You're see out. An uptick. Yeah, come on. Anyways, thanks again, Kyle. Let's get a couple uh, bean smacks for the road. All right, yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, bottom of the can. Mm. That was good. There we go. I'm going to have to yep. save Allie some of these beans. Yeah. That's up to you. I don't know if I would. These are so good. Yeah, that's true. That's hard. I might go to the store after this and get different, do the same beans. 